Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. From Academy Award-nominated director-producer Mate Alberdi, the first Chilean woman to be nominated for an Oscar, comes her latest work, The Eternal Memory. The film tells a profound and moving love story that balances vibrant individual and collective remembrance with the longevity of an unbreakable human bond. Augusto and Paulina have been together and in love for 25 years. Eight years ago, their lives were forever changed by Augusto's Alzheimer's diagnosis. It is a beautiful film, cinematically as well as the content, because this is truly a love story. And we're joined today by the director-producer of The Eternal Memory, Mate Alberti. Mate, welcome back to Film School Radio. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, and thanks for coming back on the program. You were here for The Mole Agent, and now we have The Eternal Memory. Both of these films are about people who are overcoming obstacles to maintain and to grow their love for, for one another. Let's talk about what drew you to the story of Paulina and Augusto. Both are stories that are completely different in the paper as when you see it. The Eternal Memory was a very difficult film to pitch because you say it's a love story about a couple that one has Alzheimer's and everybody said like, well, what is special on that? And you cannot ex really explain it until you leave it unexpected because it's so particular that it's very difficult to pitch like in a traditional work, a, a way with words. How did you get to know them? How did you, how did they come into your life? I was lucky because I, of course, that I knew them for all my life because he's a very famous journalist that make a lot of cultural programs and newscasts during, during dictatorship. And I grew up seeing in the um, public television the only cinema program that exists that was called Cine Plus Video when he analyzed scenes of films that he recommends that you go to rent in a blockbuster. So I was like obsessed with the program and I follow him. And it was my first approach with cine and with documentaries. So of course that I admire him. And Paulina was the first minister of culture in Chile, a woman, a very important actress. So I also admire her, but I was lucky because it was very casual. I read an open interview that he made in a newspaper uh, telling to everyone that he has Alzheimer's. In a very high point of his career, he was director of the public television in that moment, and he quit and he said openly. And a few months after, I was hired in a university where Paulina works to make a master class, and I was making my class. And she arrived with him because she was working there. And he sit in my class and start make questions. And I thought like, why she's not like embarrassing of this? Uh, why, why she allows him to, or why she bring him to work? And I realized that all the people that work with her was like with him all the time. And she decided to bring him to her life. 
And that was for me so unbelievable because I see a couple that was enjoying and having a good time. And I saw so many people with Alzheimer completely isolated from society that I thought like, this is very unusual. So I started to beg them to make a film about their love story. And she was completely a no, like, no, no, no. I know how camera, I know what it's going to be. No. He, for the first day, he said like, of course, like, I love documentaries. Why not? And it's taken me many months until one day he said to both of us, like, he said to Paulina, what is embarrassing to you? We were eating that I cannot use a fork in a good way. Like, I'm not embarrassing about that. I shoot so many people in fragility situations, so many pain in my life, so many people that open the door of their house to allow me to shoot that why I'm not, go not going to show my own fragility. And in that moment, Paulina was like completely, okay, yeah, it's true. It's your decision. Let's go for it. And she said now, like, she's grateful because she feel that it was his best act of consequence of his life to register his last years. If that's that, we see that in the film. Is that the part where she's going through kind of a, a dance number on stage and he's he's up on stage? Is that the part you're referring to? Yeah, you... no, that happened all the time because she okay. was like, yeah, the, my problem was as the lockdowns arrived, I didn't have so many opportunities to have more of that because she really was with him in all his play, her plays, in all her works, in like she was like a director in a university and in the committee meetings, he was sitting there like giving opinions. It was like unbelievable. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. There's a couple things that having gone through a similar situation in my own family, it is hard to be in public with someone who's suffering from a dementia of some kind because you feel the eyes of others on you. And he was a, he had the presence of mind, just, just as you described it. She loved him and he loved her. And the thing that he, we keep seeing in the film is with all that he's going through, he seems so present with her, so connected and seeing that back and forth. And I think for a lot of people who will see the eternal memory is hopefully it breaks down some of that, the shame that people feel like they have to apologize for someone in when they're in public. It's so amazing because for her it was like, the other ones have to be shame. The other ones have to get used. Like the society had to get used. Like everybody had to take care together. Like I'm not going to be isolated. It was like a completely different understanding. For me, it's different. But as a mom, it was like, we are always hiding kids also in the work. Sometimes you cannot uh, manage it and you hide them. And it's completely like the way that we have to understand that the people that it's caregiver cannot be isolated. It's hard enough. Yes, it's hard enough. It's hard enough. Just the day-to-day, -day, everything that you, that you know you need to take care of, you know you need to be there, the, just being there. And and that's and but then if you if you try to factor in all of the things that make you feel shamed or awkward, yeah, we don't need this. 
Yes, exactly. Well, I, I do want to go back a little bit about Augusto Gungora in terms of his importance in Chile during this period of time with the Pinochet regime, because it's in the film. And I think in some ways that bravery, that fearlessness that he seemed to have during that period of time stayed with him. Yes, exactly. It stayed with him. And and I think that there are a lot of things that his body always remember. I think that he always remember the pain. He always remember the love. He always remember the emotions and some historical events. And all the things that he lives during dictatorships remains in his body, in a way, like are there. And that was a lesson for me, like to under and a lesson that makes me understand also how I have to edit that it was with associations because his mind were constantly still associating some things. Well, one of the things that I was I'm struck by is in terms of I've known people dealing with dementia is what they are thinking and may be very different from what they're able to articulate. So that in that in the sense that I was bringing up this, the things that stayed with him, the, the, the experiences that he went through in his life, as well as Paulina, the experience, they stay with you. Now, whether you get to a point with a with a dementia, you're able to articulate that or not, to say it out loud, that's different than the way that the way he was. I guess watching him in in interacting with Paulina, he seemed confident. He seemed he didn't he didn't he strike you as someone who was comfortable in his own skin? Yeah, he was comfortable in his own skin because nobody makes his him feel uncomfortable. Paulina, it's if you see the first scene of the film, yeah. you see a man that awake in the middle of the night and he doesn't know his name, he doesn't know where he is, and he has a nice woman telling to him like hi you're Augusto I'm your wife we have been together for 20 years with a funny mood that make him laugh and never feel uncomfortable because you can have another person that can tell you you didn't remember like why you it's like completely the opposite so she give him the trust she bring him a home all the time because they are remembering together. And if he didn't remember, she's there to help him. So it's like he's nice all the time because he has another person that helped him also to be nice. I want to remind our listeners of speaking with Mate Alberti. She is the director of this incredible documentary film called The Eternal Memory. It is going to be here in Los Angeles, premiering on August 18th at the Lemley Royal. It's also opening at the San Francisco in San Francisco as well on the 18th. Um, I don't have the theater in front of me, but you should see this. <laughs> you should see this for a lot of reasons. Not only the the love story, the the love that they have for one another. And Paulina Urrutia is so magnetic as well. And she has her own amazing story. She was Minister of Culture, very recently within Chilean government, Chilean society, an accomplished actor, accomplished woman who just completely dedicated her life to to someone that she loved and cared about deeply. I'm going to go back to the mole agent for just a second, because that was your previous work. It was Oscar nominated 
people in these in this advanced age as they get older seeing the life that they still have in them this is the thing that i feel like is a common thread between these two films you you can be full of life for your mm. entire life yeah completely i think that both films show you that you can yeah have fun be happy be in love get new experience all the time what has this done for you personally this experience of watching somebody in this going through something like this the experience of being around them has this changed the way that you look at your filmmaking has changed the what the kind of the subjects that you want to continue to explore yeah like i i always say that documentaries for me are a fabrics of experience like my relationships are more like I knew more people, I established new loves, I have more pains, I have more loves too, because I enter to stories that are my life too, because I spent five years with with that people. So so it's a way of life for me. It's it's a way of ex experience. So my understanding of documentary filmmaking, it's like uh, you are sharing with the audience the experience that do you want to live because they move you. So I think that, yeah, what I learned and I'm, what I'm looking for to have unique emotional experience that, that you don't have usually in your life or in your life are limited. So you expanded yeah. your experience. Yeah. And that, you know, in our two conversations we've had, this one and the one before from the mole agent, I, that's exactly how it, it, you strike me. You strike me as someone who is, yeah, truly looking for love, looking for the love that we share with one another, looking for something that drives us to be better people, to to, mm -hmm. to show, showcase the most positive parts of the human experience. And this is certainly an example of that. So my congratulations to you. It's just a thoroughly moving, involving, if you, if you, if you don't come to love Paulina and Augusto, I feel sorry for you because they're just two terrific people. And uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your work. Thank you very much for very much. seeing and for sharing. Speaking with the director of the Eternal Memory, Monte Alberti. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.